Welcome, everybody, to the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a very fun show in store for you. We have a guest joining us in just a moment. With me, as always, is James and Lacey. How you guys? How you guys doing? How's your uh, Thursday going? I'm doing good, man. Yeah. Uh, we had a good episode on Monday, I think. It was short, succinct, tight, but fun. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's good. Lacey, what's up? Absolutely. Uh, nothing. I'm ready to talk uh, Star Wars. I'm excited about our guest because he's so pumped that like now I'm hyped. I feel like I've been like drinking right. coffee for an hour. Yeah, I have a gigantic coffee here to try to keep up with our guest because I feel like he's shot out of a cannon and that gets me amped. So let's bring him in. Uh, you might know him from the hit series Teen Wolf. He's also an actor, director, YouTuber, and we'll get to his channel in just a moment. Joining us, welcome to the resistance, Stephen Ford. What is up? Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. I'm not excited. Um, uh, hey, I'm glad to be here. Hi, everybody. Um, everyone's background looks much cooler than mine. I did not come prepared. I've got my little Millennium Falcon. That's it. And I'm, I'm good to go. Um, um, but yeah, thanks for having you me. You have uh, the nice ambiance, though, with the lighting and the, the guitar mood. in the background, yeah. though. So mm -hmm. you got that going on. Yeah, and it's nicely out of focus. I've never played that guitar. I've never, I've never, not Just once. Just a core. What brand is uh, it? I'm just I do a guitar brand. <laughs> guitar brand. All right. <laughs> no, uh, uh, one day. <laughs> um, so before we kind of get into the meat and potatoes of the show, we like to get an idea of what type of Star Wars fan you are. But before that, I know you've recently been talking about kind of a switch up going on with your uh, YouTube channel. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of like let our audience know what the deal is, where you're at there, and where they can subscribe and all that stuff. So why don't you fire away on that right now? Yeah, uh, yeah. Long story short, um, I started doing the YouTube stuff back in like 2009, like back when it was in, in infancy, where like it wasn't the YouTube that it is mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I started working a bunch and uh, on some really cool shows, and I just had no time to do it. And then somehow the winds brought me back to YouTube <laughs> in a way, um, where I started working with the company Machinima. Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I was a huge Machinima wow. fan growing up and I had the opportunity there and I worked as their showrunner and producer for a long time and we started this new channel called Ascender because I'm like, guys, we got to do cool things like Ford to Dawn and like, you know, link up with like big gaming companies and like do like really cool cinematic kind of like video Smart. game content. And they were down with it. They, it was great. It was called Ascender and then WB came in and they were like, WB's like, um... So this is going to be called DC All Access now, and you're not doing this anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> and then they were like, uh, peace. And I was like, our peace. Um, so then they gave me the Ascender channel, and since then, uh, we kind of have just been grinding our teeth and making original content. But at the same time, I wanted to cultivate that audience. I wanted to like bring in the Marvel and Star Wars crowd. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, how do I do this? I'm going to do super cuts and like really awesome edits from the movies, like every Iron Man suit up and stuff. And those got millions of views. And we were like, yeah, this is great. We got all these subscribers. Yeah. And then YouTube's like, hey, we're changing our terms of service. You're demonetized. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh. This is like the week, the week before we were about to start like our actual original content, which was a Call of Duty parody series called Modern War Dudes. <laughs> and <laughs> the week before it, it was back in October of last year. And ever since then, I've just been kind of fighting with YouTube to be like, hey, can we get partnered again, please? It's, we can't do this. You know, we, we're trying to do high quality content, yeah. um, but we're making no money off of it. So we're like, 
we can't, we don't have the budget for this. Can we, can we get some help? And so basically YouTube gave me a resounding no, finally. And then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to make the original channel, what everyone came to it for star Wars, Marvel cuts, just fun, nerdy mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And like our new channel, a uh, sender is now just going to be all of our original stuff. And we've got a really cool 1917 parody coming out about two roommates that go to a seven 11 to get toilet paper <laughs> during 2020 so <laughs> <laughs> we did all is like one take it's such, in it's one take so yeah i mean you know yeah. one take yeah, wink sure. wink um but yeah that's uh that's that's the first thing that we're gonna upload on the channel the channel's live we're gaining a couple i don't think we're already at like 300 subscribers in the past day yay us yeah, um man. but uh yeah man that's that's what we're doing we're just trying to make cool stuff and eventually make bigger stuff there you go. we hope mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so they can just uh go to youtube pop in a sender and uh find yeah. the channel and hit subscribe yeah. and, and away they and go a sender we don't have the vanity url anymore uh unfortunately but uh you know eventually you we'll should just there. make Again. it like no Maybe. seriously this is actually a sender this is the <laughs> no one. but this, this is the, the this is the real one, <laughs> real one. Yeah. it's like a twitter <laughs> name like real ascender oh my god yeah. the official ascender. I, I did my i have to put my middle name in the um so it's just stephen ford but i have to add the sean ford because some dude who hasn't tweeted in like <laughs> six years still has the name and i'm like oh, give me that name bro. you're talking to like, james bainey who doesn't james have james bainey, bainey over here yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, my, my profile is verified, but it's verified under Myra Trunks. And even if I was able to get my real name, yep. then I still would have to give up my verification. And I'm like, ah, oh, yep. this sucks. Yeah. So. And Twitter's weird about it now. They got rid of their whole verification process. Absolutely. And- so even if we were coming up in, in the podcast and we think we could get verified for those reasons, it's still yeah. like not likely in, in t- Twitter world right now. Right. So. Yep, no. it's weird, in, man. Pablo Hidalgo. So I'm territory. Myra Trunks for We're life. Special. They need to give us check marks. <laughs> I, just, I, I do. I do I love the people who like almost fake you out by putting a symbol in their name, and you're like, wait a minute. Oh my god, all the time. And I'm like, I I always do. I do a double take. I'm like, I see the seven. Yeah. Or like I see like whatever the circle. I'm like, oh, uh, um, nah. No. Yeah. Come on. Man. <laughs> You're still valid, though. Uh, <laughs> it's like buying the Rolex on the uh, the corner of uh, Fifth Avenue. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yes. Um, yes, correct. All right. So before we get into our segment, One with the Force, uh, yes, we're bringing that back two weeks in a row. Sorry for all you Will of the Force fans. But um, Steven, just want to get an idea. What type of fan are you? What was your introduction to Star Wars? What's your bread and butter? Like, where are you at as a Star Wars fan? Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a very complicated Star Wars fan because I'm one of those people that uh, when I grew up, uh, the first one I actually saw was uh, was Empire Strikes Back. And I saw it special edition in the theaters when I was like six years old. Mm, mm-hmm. And it was like that thing where I didn't know anything about the... I didn't see the first movie. At, <laughs> I didn't even see it in VHS. And so then, you know, you get the I Am Your Father, like that. Oh, and I'm, I'm still like, what is happening? I don't understand, <laughs> but I love it. It's all pretty and flashing lights. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of what did it. And that was like back... That was in the dark days of being a Star Wars fan where... Mm-hmm. You know, you had to go to comic book stores to get like $40 action figures yeah. that were still current. They were still being made like 97 or whatever, but they were expensive. Yes. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, and, and, but eventually, you know, Phantom Menace came out and I'm not going to lie, like eight year old, nine year old me was obsessed with the prequels. I was obsessed with, with, uh, with uh, Phantom Menace. And I will never forget the time I went to my first audition here in LA 
because I was living in Florida at the time. I uh, went to my first audition here in LA. I'm 10 years old. I love Star Wars. Phantom Menace is everything <laughs> to me. And so I go in there and I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt. I don't know why I'm wearing that into an audition, but I am. And so I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt and the guy goes, hey, Star Wars, you're a big Star Wars fan? I'm like, yeah, I am. And he's like, he's like, so Phantom Menace, what'd you think? And I'm about to be like, oh, it's the coolest <laughs> shit ever. And he's about to be, and he goes, yeah, it's shit, right? And I'm like, <laughs> and that was the moment that I'm like, is it bad? What, what was that a bad <laughs> And then that kind of continued. Like prequels came out through my teens, mm. and I I was like, oh go okay, maybe not, maybe not so much. So I'm definitely an OT <laughs> fan for sure. Yeah. Um, but as time has progressed and I've become a filmmaker, I actually have a soft spot in my heart for the prequels as a whole, not like as an individual. Like if you look at the cinematography. Sure. Or like the acting or the writing. You're just like, Ugh. Sure, yeah. but as a whole, it's like a Shakespearean like story of like tragedy. It's so good. Like when you look at it that way, I just wish that some people had checked George Lucas's writing a little bit. Just a <laughs> yeah. tad. Just one more um, proof. Just a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, and, um, it's definitely yeah. you watch them and you go, this is bad. And then you like sit on them and you play them through in your head and you're like, actually, there's a lot of good stuff there. When you go back and you rewatch them, you're like, World oh yeah, I forgot wise, about yeah. all the bad stuff. Yeah, But yeah, exactly. Exactly. what I like is I, in my head and yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, it, yeah, that's basically, uh, you know, I was just huge into it. I had every single action figure I could find. I was the kid that ran around with a with a lightsaber. I was that kid. I still am. I still have them in my closet over there. It's fine. <laughs> um, and uh, the the I'm I'm enjoying the Disney uh, movies to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, there's gems and there are little flourishes in each of them that you can really enjoy. But not as not to upset anyone. I have very opinionated opinions about um, the main trilogy sequel trilogy mm -hmm. um but uh the, the standalones solo and rogue one mm, so much fun like they're not perfect i know they're not perfect but they're fun yeah and mm. so yeah that's the the only thing i have yet to get into is clone wars and mm. that is that's my, on my next docket but it's like one of those things where i'm like i'm busy <laughs> and i just want to like sit down and watch and there's a lot all of, it. of it and yeah. there's a lot of yeah. it i'm also it a little bitter because i almost and i mean i but I almost was Anakin Skywalker's voice. Oh. And that was like way back in the day. So I'm like, I auditioned for that and I got really close and then I didn't get it. So I've been a little bitter. <laughs> but I hear it's really good. So if you see Matt Lanter <laughs> walking yeah, yeah, in the street, yeah. you're like, you son of a... I've seen him a couple... I've run into him a couple times and every single time I'm like, I don't care about 90210 or whatever he was on. I, but Clone Wars, bro? Mm, okay, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I know you and I, I agree with uh, I like Ray's that. lightsaber. You and I are equally obsessed with her yellow lightsaber. Where is it? Yep. Still waiting. Well, <laughs> well, that's the thing is you got that ambient light back there, and I don't think that's just warm light. I think that's actually her lit up saber. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's funny you, you said that about yeah. the prequels because we had uh, J.W. Rensler on who uh, was involved with Lucasfilm back in the day and wrote the making of the original trilogy books, and yeah. he said almost verbatim what you said. He's like, George wrote an incredible story arc for the prequels. It, was, it just... If he probably should have brought in someone like a Kasdan or somebody to polish up the dialogue. 
Um, yeah, it's a uh, he had been working with Frank Darabont to do. Uh, there was a Frank Darabont Indiana Jones uh, movie that was almost made in the nineties, mm-hmm. and according to Steven Spielberg, was the best script he has ever read. Yeah. So, and then George Lucas said no to that. So, if you had somebody like a Darabont or somebody come mm-hmm. in to like just go, hey, let's let's polish this up, but like that was the whole point of George not being with the studio system, so he could do whatever he yeah. wanted. And, you know, I mean, uh, if you look at films today, as much as we can, you know, say what we want to say about the prequels in terms of cringe or whatever, um, as terms of world building, oh, yeah. you don't find that mm-hmm. I- anymore or anyone yeah. uh, in any movies now. Like maybe Pacific Rim, but even that was kind of derivative as much as yeah. I love those movies or movie. But still, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, well, that is a good like you touch on pretty much every era. So that's cool because I got into, yeah. I got reintroduced to Star Wars with the um, special edition too. But um, so now we can dive in James into one with the force and get into these four fun topics. And uh, it's going to be a good time, I think. So let's fire that up. The force is with me. And I'm one with the force. All right. One with the force this week. Uh, so we got four questions coming. And we're each going to give our one single answer. That's why it's called One with the Force. All right, you guys ready? Yep. Oh, yeah. First yeah. question. Uh, Bail Organa has officially wiped your memory. It's gone. Uh, the good news is, is that you get to rewatch Star Wars again for the first time. You are brought up to speed on which movie came out when, cro- like realistically, chronologically. Um, uh, but what movie are you going to choose to start with on, on this journey? Steven... Uh, you're our guest, so you're going first on this one. What do you think? Which movie you pick? Um, um, okay, even though it's not my favorite, I will go with Rogue One. Solely because I'm if you're someone... going to if you're gonna dive into Star Wars, and this is kinda I'm trying to think about what I'm gonna like, how am I gonna tell this to my kids? <laughs> uh you you start with Rogue One, I think, because the style they did such a good job. Gareth Edwards just like kept it so 70s feeling that when you jump into A New Hope, when you watch them back to back, you're like, this is this is really, it's it's just, it's seamless. So that's why I would probably do that. Uh, that is a good pick. And I'm, I'm, I, I think we had an argument about this one time about which one to start with. And I argued for Rogue One in, certain, in a certain capacity. So I like that answer. Lacey, you're up next. Which one are you picking? It's tricky because it's like, I can't imagine my life without Star Wars because I've liked it for so long. So it's like one of those things that mm-hmm. like, where would I start? Uh, probably Solo because it has nothing to do with anything. And it's just like one of those movies that I'm like, let me see if I like this or not. And then like, if you like good, that, yeah. then you could be like, okay, let me get into the whole thing. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Instead of feeling like you already started something, you're like, well, maybe the next one's better. Right, you know, right. Or and it's got like yeah. current actors that are popular now that you'd be like oh yeah that makes sense it's got donald glover it's got amelia clark i'll watch that woody harrelson yeah that's a good that call. Is i like a good, that a lot a good good way to get somebody into it that's never been into any kind of star yeah. wars and it's like the least because it's the most like firefly really uh it's just mm-hmm. a space definitely Western, so it's that makes that makes sense i love the I hunger games too and woody's in that so i'd probably go there Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Very underrated um, films. I'm just going to say. Woody. <laughs> All right. John, what are you picking? Um, I'm going the boring route, and I'm going A New Hope. Um, <laughs> be, be, yeah. And, but, but you know what, though? 
if you think about how the prequels are made, because a lot of people, James is going to say episode one, I'm sure. Um, but if you watch the prequels, they, they are made in the timeline of Star Wars to happen before A New Hope, but there's so many nods and, and little wedges and Easter eggs of the original trilogy that you still almost kind of have to watch original trilogy first and go back because a lot of the things he incorporated into the prequels were because of the original trilogy. Like it makes zero sense for R2 and C-3PO to be in the prequels and especially to have Anakin have built C-3PO. He only did it for the fan service of bringing familiar characters into the fold, in my opinion. So I'm going boring route. Give me the first one that came out. I'll take you on the journey as you took us originally. A new hope. That is my second pick. My first pick is the Phantom Menace. John thinks he knows everything. <laughs> I know you, I think. Yeah. Well, here, here's the deal with it is that in around high school, um, I had a close friend of mine who was always over at my house uh, like every single day. And one time he told me that he'd never seen any of the Star Wars movies. I mean, I think I knew that, but I think it was like one of those things where it was like, I was like, dude, it's time. You got to watch these things. And he told me what. Uh, he goes, what What order should I watch them in? Because I know they're like out of order. And I said, dude, here's the thing. Everybody has seen them four, five, six, one, two, three. You will be the only person that will have this weird and interesting perspective of one, two, three, four, five, six. And That's I would love to have that conversation with you about your interpretation of the movie having seen them in this particular order so if i did have the opportunity to redo it again i think not just because of what i know about star wars but also because i have this story with my friend and how he did it Mm -hmm. that i think it would be really cool to experience that um all right let's move on to the next one all good answers and i love that we all had different ones that That was was great yeah all right, now all for the same answer. Uh, <laughs> would you would you rather Baby Yoda be a clone of Yoda, a direct relative of Yoda, or just another member of his particular species? Lacey, you're going first on this one. I want Baby Yoda to be just a member of the species so that we can learn more okay. about what they are, where they come from, and I don't think he needs to be related to Yoda. I think that a lot of us felt like when the Mandalorian came out and we had the Mando fan show and we were talking about it, we kept being like, it's not Yoda. Stop calling it Yoda. But like we have nothing else to call it. So it would just be it would be great if it wasn't some type of Yoda and it was something else. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So they they realized the whole success of baby yoda the name so they're like let's just lean into it and oh, make him no. baby yoda. <laughs> that's exactly what it was yeah. Yeah. all right john all right john uh what is your answer on this one my answer is that's a good one that's a good answer great answer he interrupted i'm sorry he always does that sorry stop it Jeez. um it just talked again that's pretty funny uh i'm going with um just another member of the species because I'm, I'm kind of cloned out for one thing. I think it'd be dangerous to clone Yoda because then Yoda's not special anymore if you're cloning Yoda. Um, so I don't know. I, I like the idea that George Lucas gave them the blessing to bring this species back and toy with that again. I don't know if he would be cool with saying like, yeah, you could just clone Yoda and just like bring another Yoda in. So I'm go- I'm leaning towards, he is important for some reason. He's obviously powerful, but he's just another member of the species. All right, Stephen, what do you think? 
Uh, yeah, I gotta echo the exact same sentiment. Um, my big thing with Star Wars is that if, is if there's one critique I would have, it's that they feel the need to connect everything and every single movie. It's like raise a Palpatine. This person's a this. This person's a that. And my whole thing is, especially when it comes to the Force, outside of just the Baby Yoda thing, I, I just like the idea that in the first film, first film in uh in the '77 Star Wars and New Hope. They talk about how it's everywhere. It's every, with everyone or whatever. The Force is with everyone. So I like the idea that anyone could be a Jedi or anyone could be connected to the Force like we saw in Rogue One. And then you have something maybe like the Yoda species, whatever it is. Uh, did they name the species Not yet. at all? Not yet. Yeah, unless you want to say yet. Minch, which was in like an original script. but Interesting. Um, yeah, no, uh I like the idea that maybe that species is more inherently connected to the force just naturally. Like it's a natural gift or something. Um, I, I like that a lot more. And I think that that if they second season comes around and they're like, Oh, it's not a baby Yoda. It's, it's just a, a, a Yoda baby or whatever. It's something <laughs> like that, but not it's that species or whatever. If they were to do that, I think that that would be more of a jaw dropping moment than it's, baby Yoda because then that would just be like, Oh, Hey, there's something we didn't know. There's something uh, they're, they're expanding the mythos as opposed to just copping out in, in my opinion. Yep. Um, so like I, I kind of called it when we started this, I think we're all going to go with that (laughs) same answer. Mm -hmm. Uh, that just another member of his species. Um, when I looked at these three answers, the, the, the only one that I like absolutely throughout is direct relative of Yoda. I, I, I don't think they ever want to, put that image in your head, you know, that like he or anyone related to him had babies, you know, for any reason. Um, I think, I think we just like the idea of Yoda just being like, you know, the guy, a, a monk of some sort. Just, yeah. He just is his own being celibate. Um, yeah. You're looking for. Celibate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I, I am going to go with the member of his species. I think it would be weird and and I would still be okay with it if they did want to go the clone route because I think it would be really interesting to see like basically the character of Yoda involved with later series that maybe they are in like episode 10 and 11 and 12 and we basically have Yoda around again. Um, I think I would think that would be interesting, but you might as well just go ahead and make it this baby Yoda character for us. So same same difference. The the idea that someone could have gone to Dagobah or something and gotten uh, hair of Yoda's or something. And they made him because of how powerful Yoda was, is an intriguing concept, but it's Mm -hmm. to me, it's so dangerous, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could break the lore. Very cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Next question is we each get to pick one Jedi who we think will make would have made the coolest Sith. So obviously you can't pick anybody who's already turned. You can't do like Anakin or something like that. Um, but this is going to be a Jedi that was, you know, always on the light side. Who would we like to see their Sith uh, doppelganger, if you will? John, you're going first on this one, actually. Uh, big fan of him in R-rated movies because of his language. So I'm going to go with uh, Mace Windu. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. with Samuel L. Jackson just unleashing his bad side. I mean, the, it mm-hmm. says it on his lightsaber, bad MF, right? 
and he's got the wallet in Pulp Fiction. Uh, seeing him go dark side would make the most sense for me because Samuel L. Jackson plays such a good badass guy. Uh, you'd almost want to see that as opposed to him crossing his legs and doing stuff like this like he did in the prequels. He almost felt like he wanted yeah. to like go ape. So I think Mace Windu would be a pretty cool set. Yeah, I got to agree with that. That's if good. they expanded on that from the third one from uh from revenge of the sith because apparently everyone can uh, like withstand falling bajillion feet <laughs> but if he survived and then like he turned to the darks i'm just that'd be cool okay with the cut off <laughs> arm and he gets a mechanical yeah. arm yes that'd be amazing i like <laughs> it i don't i don't not like it <laughs> yeah uh steven will go on what, what's your pick uh ray one thousand percent ray yeah uh i i truly believe that ray should have turned to the dark side uh or the middle side or whatever the gray mm-hmm. force or whatever i truly believe that that should have been the arc and then we could have seen uh, just go there with it and we instead of like a, just kind of a rehashing of the original trilogy i would love to have seen that uh purely from a, a narrative point of view um but also seeing there's there's a lot of things to not like about Rise of the Skywalker, but one thing I did like about it was w- seeing her dark side, if that makes sense. Not sure. like when she had fangs. That was weird. Um, <laughs> oh, like, I was going to say Empress Palpatine. <laughs> um, but, but, the, but like her, like when she got like really angry and like force lightning yeah. and stuff, that was like, I'm like, I want more of that. That's amazing. That's, that's interesting. And like having to like maybe see her face off against Finn if they had gone down the route of Finn being... Uh, Jedi, which I think they should have, and like have them. Oh, that would have been uh, whatever. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bum you out, man. <laughs> um, all right, Lacey, what, what's your pick for this one? A hundred and ten percent of what Steven just said. Everything he just oh, said. Yours is Ray is as well. Exactly, yes, yeah, so we get a glimpse of her being dark Ray with the double-sided saber that clicks open. Like everything about that was just so epic. Uh, the only thing that's kind of weird is that she's wearing a dress, and I don't think she'd actually fight in a dress. It's kind of weird. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But besides that, like, there's so much potential there that we didn't get to see. And I wish, like Steven said, that we just got that arc because that would have made sense. Would have been cool. You know, if Ben Solo couldn't be turned for whatever reason, if she went dark, he would then go to the light being trying to bring her back, that type of thing. Like, I would have found that interesting. So definitely Ray. I have a weird one, <laughs> as I as I tend to do. Stephen, you don't know that, but I usually pick like odd ones. Um, hear me out on this though. This would obviously still change the the trilogy and stuff, and and most people might not like it. But I'm gonna go with Master Organa. Leia. I think you look at Rise of Skywalker, Ooh. and he says the Princess Ooh. of Alderaan has you know ruined my plans. It's like. I think what what would it be like if she had turned and sided with the emperor and with her ability to like win a war and strategic all this and stuff I think the galaxy would have been done. Are you talking before she had Dunzo. been or after yeah, she had been? Yeah. Um Cuz imagine if Ben and Han are trying know. to get her let's back. Write, uh, oof. Well, let's write the story. I mean, cuz you brought up the whole like what if Ben was good or whatever like I don't know. Maybe that could be part of it. Is like because he turned, she turned too, and then he was like, 
Bye. Nah, I gotta be different from my parents. <laughs> so he goes me. back to the light. That's I all guess. it was. He's I don't just know. Rebelling. That's all it was. Yeah. yeah. Get out, get out <laughs> of my room, mom. <laughs> and I would yeah. love to see, like, if they had made that the arc, like uh, Luke's arc of, you know, he lost his sister to the dark then side. Then that would something. make sense that he's on the I, island. I'd be like, yes. Yes. Oh, I, I, I'm I, in it for that. Good job. <laughs> I wonder job, if, you. like, God Lover, I, I, I just don't know if Carrie Fisher had the chops in her at that point to put on that kind of <laughs> performance. I mean, really that's not what I actually... I'm, I'm thinking of the characters. Yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking too yeah, just, real about just it. Just from yeah. a purely... Yeah. That is interesting, though, because it's I just rewatched uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff for uh, The Force Awakens again, and uh, it is interesting because she hadn't acted in a long time. Like, what was the last thing she did? Fanboys? <sighs> like, she hadn't Austin Powers. been around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so like it, it was kind of interesting and uh, as an actor you're just like i get it like you 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 she showed up that first day and she was having the hardest time and then the second day much better and it's interesting because that it was that first day that they had to cut so much out of that they used in the rise of skywalker yeah. very interesting um so hey i guess it wasn't that bad but yes uh yeah i, I Mm, yep yep yep. cool cool um all right last one for one with the force and per usual it may or may not lead into the discussion a little bit uh this one is lucasfilm uh will make one of these projects and we have to choose the other in fact if they make this the other one will not happen definitely not happening so which do you prefer they make a continuation of solo with han in a disney plus series or a continuation of Ray's story in more movies. So both projects, though, either way, we're getting Jonas back. So pretty excited about that. Um, Lacey, you look shocked. You're going first on this one. <laughs> Solo on Disney Plus or more Ray movies? More Ray movies. More Ray yeah, movies? All right. I- Sorry, and I'm wearing the shirt too. That's why I like couldn't <laughs> say it. I, I don't. I just. I love Ray. Sure. I love Finn. I love Poe. I don't think they got the story they deserved in the sequel trilogy. So I would like to see them get that payoff in a in a new trilogy that's written all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. <laughs> All right. Well, John, what do you think? What what's your pick out of the two? Solo, man. I'm so solo. I'm so vested in solo at this point. Um, with make solo two happen. And uh every time you know, it's funny because I wanna see more of Ray and I wanna see her be the Jedi she is on her own post the baggage that comes with the legacy actors because now people can't ruin Luke and they can't make that excuse anymore it's we're beyond that so I'm excited to see that but something about Solo and I love the movie more and more every time I watch it and that's sincere and the way it left off you knew that they had plans to send those two straight to Jabba's palace and we were going to see that but they punted the marketing and we know that whole story about how they screwed that movie big um i would i want to see alden back more than i do want to see ray continue on in an episode 10 or whatever so for me it's it's an easy answer for me it's more solo all right for me i i am with john uh, god you in the make fact me that change I- my answer 
I changed my answer no, no, to solo. No, no, <laughs> no, no you don't no, get no, to no, change no. it. <laughs> totally it's good. One totally good. Force, one shot. Well, my one shot so has he... changed. <laughs> <laughs> so, but for for me, um, I'm a hundred percent that uh, you know, I I really want to see Solo Two happen as a Disney Plus series. I think that would be great. When um, when it comes to Ray and the story. I feel like because they were like episode nine, end of the Skywalker saga, boom, you know, I feel like that story can be like right off into the sunset. That's the period. It's, it's done. That is over. And she just lived her life fine after that. And I can be okay with that. I'm still always going to wonder about Han Solo in this, this eight years between him becoming what he became and where we see him in a new hope. That is always just going to intrigue me. And I'm always going to be curious about that world. And if I have the opportunity to see in live action, I want to see it. So, um, I, you know, I, I also am big on like, Hey man, let Ryan Johnson do his other trilogy, whatever, you know, like let's, let's start new star Wars adventures as far as the movies go. And we can do some crazy yeah. stuff that isn't like, you know, the galaxy's in trouble again, you know, episode 10, <laughs> Palpatine the, is the back, second baby. order, you know, like all <laughs> of it. Yeah. Is, um, that so, is, that is, so Steven yeah. <laughs> close this out. What, what's your thought between the two? Which one are you picking? a horrible question to ask because i have such strong feelings about the sequel trilogy that we didn't get um because we all really wish that they had sat down in in a room being like this is what we're plotting out for the next five years shoot Um, them all at the same time lord of the rings style i'm just that would only make sense i don't know um but i um the, the whole process, <laughs> knowing the process about how they botched, uh, as my, as, is there are redeeming qualities. I'm not saying that they're all sure, but as they did botch the trilogy and they didn't plan for it because of that, I think we were all robbed of a cohesive story that could have been just as good as the original. Um, but that being said, if I were to, and I know I have one, one answer, um, if I were to say anything, I would say I 100% want more Solo because, uh, it's funny. Solo was that movie that everyone joked around and they were like, nobody wants a Han Solo movie. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't really want a Han Solo movie. But then Alden was cast and I'm like, but I really like Alden. He's a cool dude. So I'm like... Yeah, I'm, I want I want to see this, and then I saw it. I'm like, ah, oh, this isn't a perfect movie, but it's fun, man. It's so much fun, yeah. and it's funny because like the way that they ended it, uh, besides the groan-inducing like Maul's lightsaber igniting for no reason, <laughs> besides that, the, the, I want to see more cowboy western in the space stories, and you combine that with what they're doing with Mandalorian, and I'm like, yeah, that's the stuff that we want to see on like Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. little more intimate, less like, oh no, the galaxy thing. But that being said, if they were to ever bring back uh, Ray's story, I would want to see them do it in a good way. Um, the way that they did with the legacy characters where they bring her back in 20, 30 years once oh, wow. she's she's worked a lot as an actress and on a bunch of different projects and so have all these other actors. And then they kind of come back to like usher the, and I like the idea of maybe doing that in perpetuity um to a certain extent but with fresh tales like with fresh stories that are planned out but that would be cool like 2040 rolls around and then like uh 
you know, uh, Daisy Ridley's like, yo, I'm back as, as Ray. That would be <laughs> cool yeah. to mm. see what happens there. Um, yeah, but so it's solo. not happening because you pick solo. <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. now I have guys. My pick. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, that's uh, it. That's it for one with the force. We're done. Let's get on. Let's talk a little bit more about solo. John, what's the discussion this week? Obi One once thought as you do. So, solo Disney Plus rumors. Uh, whether we think they're real or not is it a good sign or is this just false hope so we've been hearing a lot of rumors about solo spinoffs pretty much since solo came out from Enfys Ness continuing to Crimson Dawn with Maul and Kira to a Lando series but recently until recently we haven't heard anything about Han and Chewie coming back and now we have heard that there are uh, rumors out there that they're going to retool things and do the solo solo verse and Han and Chewie are coming back Alden's coming back so as these things are heating up is this a good sign? Is, is it where there's smoke, there's fire? Uh, with the rumblings of rumors, is Lucasfilm kind of putting their ear to the ground and hearing how fans are responding to these rumors and saying, like, hmm, we may have something here. The comments thread here is not too volatile. People are liking this. So let's just kind of talk about the state of Solo now, since it is one of the hot topics in Star Wars during a Star Wars lull, if you will, and uh, see what we come come of it with. So, Stephen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it back to you um you clearly are a solo fan you like you like the fun western vibe that it brought it was better than you originally thought it was going to be alden delivered for you um you've heard the rumors uh recently i'm, I'm guessing that they may be doing some yeah. solo stuff so so where are you at with solo do the rumors give you hope do you believe in them like where are you at right now with uh, the future of solo I'm I'm hopeful, uh, which is the word that we all like to use in Star Wars, apparently. Uh, <laughs> hope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, here's the thing. Um, I think somebody over at uh, Lucasfilm or Disney watched uh, that new Peacock show, uh, Brave mm-hmm. New World. I think somebody watched that and they're like, you know what? Oh, that's just so good. He's so good. <laughs> and that's exactly what they like called up. Hey guys, um, maybe we do another one. I don't know. What do you think? Yes. I was just watching it last night. It's so good. <laughs> like, I think that's what happened because like, and it's so funny. Cause like, I know so many people I see, I've seen so many comments or I saw so many comments. To, oh my God. He cast Alden. Like he's got the yeah. weird square face. He looks nothing like <laughs> him. And it's like, yeah, if you like compare him to like baby driver dude, I can't remember his name. Ansel Elgort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he looks way more like uh, Harrison Ford for sure. Which they dodged a bullet, by the way, because apparently that guy just got <laughs> Gosh, nailed. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, and the the one of the best things that I've heard about Alden's performance and why I think it's timeless is because it captures spirit of the character makes it his own and then doesn't try to copy somebody else like i don't get me wrong i really love the casting of donald glover as lando i love that casting so much and i really really just admire that man so much but at the same time like he tries to do more of an impression probably because uh billy d williams has that talk and he talks like this and so <laughs> because of that you know he's kind he, he did it he did kind of a um, an impression in a way while alden just kind of took the spirit the fun that we kind of saw with han a little bit but really the whole thing with han is that he was like this oh i don't trust anyone i'm this gruff gunslinger kind of guy and just had his like little moments of sarcasm and levity that you know 
uh, him like, How, how's everything with, with you? Fine? Like, yeah. we, we saw those little moments of that. And I feel like they took that and, <sighs> yeah. So I'm hopeful because, uh, solely because the casting of that film was great. And we all know the how Solo happened behind the scenes where they like replace the directors yep. and then it's interesting because uh, i mean i don't know how true this is but as far as i'm aware the only like real thing that they left in from the original directors phil lord uh chris miller yeah, chris, yeah. Miller, Christopher miller, yeah. yes um um the only thing that they left in was the the very very beginning uh all the beginning stuff with uh with the blue uh lights and stuff and the the squid lady or whatever <laughs> that's what they left in and like the rest of it they basically just reshot everything in like little parts here and there, but mostly it was just completely redone. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that big of a Ryan Ron Howard fan. I'm not, I'm not that, I mean, he's good, but he's not like, you know, my favorite director or anything like mm-hmm. that, but it's still like, it's fun. It's just fun. And, and seeing where we went with the sequel trilogy, I would love to see that fun return. And as much as I love the Mandalorian, it's not, as fun it's not like jovial in a way you know and that's something that i don't want to get rid of in star wars altogether going forward solely because we want different types of you know kind of like the, what the marvel universe does is they kind of have like all right we're gonna have a heist movie kind of thing with ant-man and then we're gonna have like yeah. a different genre that's film you know almost kung fu type film over here and then you know guardians I kinda, is that's kind of what i'm hoping yeah. Yes, or um, Winter Soldier is a spy thriller, basically. Mm-hmm. Strange you know? is like, you know, crazy, uh, yeah. like almost horror The, the Taika movie you know, was like on another planet, literally. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really what I'm hoping that they do with Star Wars. And I, yeah, so I'm hopeful. Um, and I want the movies to continue. I know everyone likes to hate on our boy, uh, Ryan Johnson. Uh, I know everyone, I know, and I, I do too. Don't get me wrong, because I have my opinions <laughs> about The Last Jedi. But then it's like, I think, I watched some YouTube video the other day. It was so good where they basically talked about, it was this hour and a half thing from this dude, um, a closer look. And he talks about uh, the the sequel trilogy and everything. And he talks about how Ryan Johnson's uh, um, uh, The Last Jedi is a great film, but it's a bad sequel. And so I would love to see him do his three movies. I want to see him do something totally different Mm -hmm. and a story that he creates on his own while you know, Solo and Kenobi, they they live on Disney Plus because, right. you know, Mandalorian proved that that's completely yeah. a viable option. And I want to see that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's kind of where things are. Leaning. I talk too much. I'm no, sorry. No, I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, take 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 the <laughs> stage. A man, lot of really. people know our opinions on Solo, yeah. honestly, with us doing make Solo <laughs> to happen. Apparently stuff, not so. me. Surprise yeah. that <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Steven, are um, you are you familiar with the hashtag makes a little to happen and all that stuff? That yeah, kept... well I am now okay. because in this past week or whatever. Because like ever like I honestly have been campaigning like privately with all of my friends that all skipped we all know why everyone skipped solo. They skipped it for multitude of reasons, but yeah, it was Star Wars fatigue right after The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Because that was divisive. I don't care what you say, yeah. if you liked no, it or didn't like it, it was divisive. Yeah. That's what it was. And then I I know why Disney waited, did not wait until the fall to release it. But if they had waited to release Solo in the fall, you know, at least have it removed from The Last Jedi enough that people could like cleanse their palate with superhero movies or whatever throughout the year. 
come in November, here's Solo, everyone would have seen it. Everyone would have seen it. And it's funny because, like, one of my favorite things is going on the Star Wars subreddit, and every single week you see uh, one of the posts reach to the top of the page saying, you know what, Solo wasn't that bad. I finally watched it. It's like, yeah, it's because of people like you. We're not getting a Solo 2 yet. (laughs) Yeah. It, I, I oh, don't know yeah. how many times we've all experienced it. Somebody's like, the, they talk to you because you're the Star Wars guy, and they're like, "Hey, yep. I watched the uh, the the Solo one on a plane or whatever," and you're like, you're "Like, where have you been? <laughs> You've been sleeping on this movie, Jeez. man. Oh, we like, needed that was like you. One of the best ones. Where, what's yeah. what happened? So yeah, Steven, like, I think it's yeah. my favorite. Steven yeah. and I connected um, over Twitter via Ray's lightsaber, and then it. Pushed yeah. even further when he tweeted about Solo like two weeks ago, a week ago. You were like, I finally watched it. We should get it. It was all in caps. You were like, everyone should watch. And I was like, retweet, immediate, retweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's 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 sad. Like, I've just been campaigning. Because I saw it three times in the theater, by the way. Yeah. So did I. I was mm-hmm. doing my best. Three or four. And it's really funny because, like, even what I know, and I, the movie does have pacing issues. It has tonal issues and it has some writing issues and character issues um uh, especially with him and amelia clark's character like it's like okay i feel like this isn't as ironed out as it could be the movie is not perfect but uh, neither are the sequel trilogy movies and neither is rogue no one star really. wars and it's like perfect. no star wars movies perfect except empire strikes back i mean that's perfect obviously <laughs> i'm with you man um but uh yeah they're none of them are perfect and but i think that's that comes closest to the standalone films man they just got to do the standalone stuff and, and maybe do like little connections here and there but like you know yeah uh that's that's where i'm hoping we go with it and i will literally stand out actually i should do this I'm going to go record myself standing in front of like Disney being like, make solo two. Do it, man. I'm going to do it. I'm not kidding. I'm going to do that. I'm going to record this so people know I'm going to do this. Yes. I'm going to do it. Either Disney or Lucasfilm. I don't know which one. I will <laughs> I one, will email will you like a high res version of the logo. You will get the poster. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Bob Iger tweets. He's like, please go home. <laughs> please yeah, go yeah. home, man. What are you doing? You know. I'm um, trying not to make another Star Wars or Star or Spider-Man movie. Go home. Yeah. I don't, I don't to Tom crying at me again. Stop. Uh, so, so one thing I, I noticed you said at one point is you said some of the stuff that they they kept or left out. Um, and actually, um, John Kasdan wrote like this piece that like had like, I don't know, like a hundred things. So it was like 52 like, or 62 points. of yeah, Or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Points of just facts that he had. And it was the first time, if I remember, that we like, like there was some public like acknowledgement of uh, Lord and Miller and their involvement. Because he mentioned a couple things in there that was like, um, you know, this idea I really liked and that was a leftover from their thing as well, you know. So if if you don't know about that, go check that out. Oh, um, for sure. John Kessler, the writer. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I heard stuff from people that worked on the set and, sure. uh, you know, people that were close to I close to it. Um, Spill the beans. But, Let's go. Yeah, right? Um, yeah. No, uh, from people Give that were close numbers. to it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> here's their social. Uh, so, yeah, I um, 
I, so I heard a lot uh, how it happened and stuff, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say how it happened mm. or whatever. But it's uh, it's kind of it's a little sad uh, we, because I actually love those directors. I mean, they're hilarious. Into the yeah. Spider-verse is one of the greatest films I think ever, and probably the Very best good. comic book movie. Agreed. And the Lego Movie is great, and the the Twenty One Jump Street is great. They're great at what they do. The only problem is, um, I. I just don't think what they were doing matched up with what Disney wanted to do at the time, specifically Kathleen Kennedy. And uh, you combine that with the, the big tentpole films are made in a very, very specific way, like very, very specific. And that's actually one of the reasons why you have like a lot of directors that do very small films. They come in uh, Marvel or Disney or whatever. They're like, Hey, here's a $200 million movie. Even though the only other movie you've ever done is a million dollar movie. They will come in and they'd be like, I don't know. What am what am I supposed to do? Like, there's too much going Ryan on Johnson, right now, and it's, right? yes, um, you. It's a very specific way that they make and their the formulas. So yeah, I don't know. They're plug and play. Yes. Things. So, and I feel like film, and I I feel like they kind of just do their own thing, and it really really works in their own way. And I just don't think that mashed up with the cookie cutter way that. So far, Disney likes to do most of their stuff. I won't say all of their stuff. Like, if you look at Ragnarok, that's a great point. Of like, but still, even even then, the way that they film it is all the same. Right. It's like, it's it's not like indie filmmaking where you're just running around with a camera, adding mm-hmm. stuff at the last second. Yeah. Um. So in that sense, and you know, given they did the same exact thing on on Rogue One, where they're like, "Hey, Gareth Edwards, we love you, but psych." Tony Gilroy uh, yep. come in here this, and yeah. redo the stuff. And they then they did it again with uh, Colin Trevorrow. And I might get skewered for saying this, but I love Colin Trevorrow. And I saw what supposedly his version of The Rise of Skywalker was going to be. And even though there were moments that I'm like, ah, uh, <laughs> it, it was vastly more interesting. It was just more interesting uh, to go in the direction that they didn't go in with him, and uh, I'm—it's <laughs> totally off subject, kinda. But I'm it. a big believer in trilogies should be all handled by either one director the entire time, or by different directors directors each time. So like, it really bugs me when you know you'll get a director that does like the first two films. Uh, Iron Man is a great example. So Iron Man one, Iron Man two feel very Favreau. And then Iron Man 3 is completely different mm-hmm. than the other two Shane films. Black. Yeah, Shane yeah. Black. And it's not like it's it's not because it's it's bad or anything. It's they're most of the time they're fine, but it's you you need a unifying vision, especially when it comes to three films or which are just a big arc. And I feel like I, I said this the other day, but I feel like if JJ Abrams did all three sequel movies, they would have been cohesive yep. and they would have been great. Or if Ryan Johnson had done all three of them, they would have been cohesive and great. Um, or if they had done what they originally planned on doing, which is have Colin Trevorrow come in at the la- like for the last one, and each has a different view and opinion and voice, then it would have been more interesting, at least, if not cohesive. Right. But yeah, I'm a big... So that's why like when uh, the whole thing happened with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy... And I'm like, oh, oh no, it's yeah. going to happen again. James Gunn is not going to... Yep. He's not going to do the third movie. And like now he is, and I'm like... They did yeah. it with Hunger so, Games. The first director of the Hunger Games did like all shaky yes. cam. And you're like, what 
is this? And then the second one, you're like, this is amazing. And then it kind of still looked the same going into the third and fourth one. What's the the point of doing another weird example? We're talking about trilogies. Harry Potter series. (laughs) Harry Potter is one, yeah, that it switches hands a lot. Well, Harry Potter is interesting because the first two were Chris Columbus. Love Chris Columbus. And then they did, Mm -hmm. they had a different director for the third one, different director for the fourth one, different director for the fifth one. And then the, and And then, then Yates did six, seven, eight, Uh, and eight. And then obviously he's still doing the other stuff. So they just like really got along with him, but it but it is weird to think it was the first two was this and then another and yep. then another and then Didn't an, another. Didn't he do Prisoner? Yates? And then, yeah. Yes. And then, no, no, that was uh, Alfonso right. Cuaron. Oh, that one's Cur- the best. Cuaron. I think yes. that's my favorite. That's one. the best, the best one. one. It's, it's the best one. one. It is. Why? Why um, is it the best one? Is it because of the story or is it because of him? Both. It's both. It's it's, I, it's so totally off topic. Gary Oldman, Harry Potter. Yeah, I mean, well, of course. <laughs> um, I love telling people that Gary Oldman is the guy that plays Sirius Black and Commissioner Gordon, and they're like, no, it's yeah. not. I'm like, it <laughs> yeah, is. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's how good he is. Um, no, uh, The Prisoner of Azkaban was so unique in itself because that's when J.K. Rowling changed the book, even though I shouldn't say her name these days. Um, <laughs> J.K. Rowling changed it's the It's like books. saying Voldemort now. Um, yeah, it's like, ah, ah, ah. Uh, So third one came around, and she's like, all right, cool, I got to make this darker. And that's exactly what they did. And then they did it with the direction of the film. And that's why, oh, so it's good. such hey, a good I just book. realized this. Ugh. They did this with the Bourne trilogy too, or the Bourne franchise, mm. where Paul Greengrass did Supremacy and Ultimatum and the other one that nobody saw. Um, but the first <laughs> one was Doug Lehman. And Doug Lehman's a great director, but like it wasn't that same style, just like Hunger Games. Yeah. And I, that's why- It I, was I so, so drastically important. different. Yes, yeah. so different. So I think it's really important that, uh, or like, you know, yeah, I just, I feel like pick a director for trilogies or have everyone be different directors. Or look at like Mission Impossible where it's like, it's all hodgepodge. <laughs> and then as soon as they find themselves, they're like, same guy. <laughs> yeah. Same guy, same guy. It's same really guy. funny because the whole Mission yeah. Impossible thing, that guy, what's his, Crim- Christopher, Chris McQuarrie. Yes, I yeah. asked him McQuarrie. if he'd ever do a Star Wars on Twitter and he was like, I can't answer this. Because people will freak yeah, out. Yeah, he's like, no. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it's actually really interesting because he was uh, Tom Cruise's like uh, dialogue writer for like 10 years um, before he started directing with mm-hmm. him. And when Tom Cruise lost the franchise with the, his whole Paramount thing back in 2006, and then they came back, they're like, hey, let's make Ghost Protocol and give it off to Jeremy Renner. And then... Jeremy Renner's like, just kidding. I've got like Avengers stuff and I'm doing the Bourne thing that no one's going to watch. He went off and did his own thing. And Tom Cruise is like, well, people apparently still kind of like me, I guess. So I'm just going to do more Mission I'm just going to put myself in 76 dangerous situations. Yes, exactly. I'm just going to maybe kill myself. I don't know. But All of our Star Wars fans have like turned off the podcast What is happening? Stop talking about movies. Tom Cruise. No, yeah. Tom Cruise in a Star Wars movie. That's what we're talking about, everybody. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, yeah, we'll get back on topic. Sorry. No, but um, you make a good point. We were talking though, about wa- directors and trilogies and stuff, and how we hope. Yeah, I get, I get like this every time. I wonder That's why I can't have my own podcast. If they do, if they do continue solo, which would lo- ideally probably at this point only have to be on Disney Plus. Which, when you think about it, it makes the most sense to do it there um, because it could be very serialized, like you say, like a western. Um, I wonder if it would be not as drastic of a transition if Ron Howard was wasn't interested and they let Bryce Dallas Howard helm 
a solo series. She learned from her father. She has already directed The Mandalorian. They're comfortable with her work. I think that could be something that'd be very interesting. That would be, I mean, I'm going to be mean right now. I'm going to be so you mean. You can. I, You're in a safe I, space, I, Steven. I, it's a safe space. I love, I love Bryce Dallas Howard. Like, I love, she's a really good, she's really underrated. That back Black Mirror episode, so good. She's, she's really, really Isn't her good. name Lacey yeah, in that episode? I think, so. I, yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, yes. Um, but it's funny because I liked the episode just fine. It was very Seven Samurai, Magnificent Seven yeah. is like literally what mm-hmm, it was. Yeah. Um, uh, I liked the episode just fine, but I know a lot of people said that it was their least favorite episode. And I'm kind of like, it's her first like thing that she directed. I mean, I think she did like a short film or something, but like it was mm-hmm. her first thing that she directed. So it's like, what? I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's not, you know, and... I, it's funny because like so it would be interesting to see that because like I feel like uh, not everyone's gr- like perfect the first time around right. and mm-hmm. uh, I I still think that it's still solid so like who was I Irving Kirshner ep- when he took Empire exactly exactly um I I think there were weaker and episodes in uh, Mandalorian anyway, Filoni's like second episode I think was the most hated wasn't it that was the one in the desert right with the with the dude's kid oh uh, I forgot about tattoo. that one yes. yeah. Toro, right? Uh, it sucks because I'm like, yeah, come back to the Tatooine, and then they did the episode. I'm almost like, oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a so you know, you know, you might be you might be onto something with the the whole Bryce Dallas Ron Howard thing because we do seem to think that that Mandalorian might be a little bit of a testing ground because Taika did an episode and then he signed on. Ooh. Deborah Chow did an episode she's and then Kenobi. she signed on to the whole Obi-Wan She Kinner, did the best Kenobi episode. Series. Yeah, she, yeah. Did. she did the best yeah. episode in my opinion. Yeah. So then so then you start to look at some of the other options as well. Bryce Dallas Howard, maybe she's being eyed to take over the solo series. And I don't know about Rick Famoyua. Um but I I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It, it could be possible. That would be what interesting. What do we think about the other options too? As far as like the they they make the solo <clears throat> series, Lando's in it, then they spin off the the Lando series, or maybe Lando series comes before Solo. Like what what are we what are we looking at here with this stuff too? I don't know because this is all part well, of the the same what so what, uh, thing you know the Solo sure. rumors well, Disney Plus rumors. What I what I heard was, um, we don't think there's much uh, to this Solo rumor about this Solo series right now. But you might get your Lando series. So if they backed up the Brink truck to Donald Glover's door and just dumped cash on his doorstep, <laughs> he'd probably come back and knock out eight episodes as Lando Calrissian. Like, no problem. I, I think I truly think that they'll do a Lando series before they do a solo series. That seems to be most on brand with what Star Wars is trying to do. Um, and since they were like, okay, well, Solo had his own movie, then, you know, Lando can have his own series. I feel like that's kind of where they're going to go. But what would a Lando series and be I, about? I don't, I don't know. Cause like, I don't know. Here's the thing. We, I love the character. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And I really love the arc in the original trilogy. It was really interesting. Like you're like, oh, this man betrayed. The- oh wait, just kidding. He's, he's, he's there to help them. Right, um, right. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that kind of thing. So if you kind of like, but I don't know what it would be about because we know Han Solo is a smuggler. We know a little bit about him as like what his profession is. But what's Lando's profession? Does he just gamble? Like, what does he? When does he? He's start- retired. 
When does he get? Yeah, exactly. When does when does he take over Cloud City? Maybe that's probably what it would be. Is like seeing him at a bank take over Cloud City, just signing yeah. documents to, to, to buy the. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, cool. I got it. I got it. <laughs> a human torch. Yeah, I, I think I think his show would be good as far as like he is the the playboy, the gambler, the like the the James Bond, right? that is this this half of james bond but then like whereas like james bond is like mostly spy but he's also kind of like this i think it's the opposite it's like he's mostly this this is how we promote the show he's this gambler big high luxury canto bite not the the story but like the lifestyle yes then (laughs) then what's going on behind closed doors that's when he that's like interesting that's Sounds when like he's Lucifer. the dark lando he's swindling people at the end of every episode he's somehow making it like yeah. um like he's pulling one over and he's getting out of there before anybody notices him you know yeah you kind of turn I, that into like a kind of heisty spy thrillery kind of but the canto bite thing i think they might swindler bring that back. that's what Even, i like there you go yes i like that that's cool i like that I want to. I would watch that. I'm, of course, I've watched that. I'm gonna watch watch that. Yeah, exactly. We always. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not the. I'm not the. I'm not the baseline here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. uh, yeah I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. The, the only thing that I can't wrap my head around, is, and I, you know, it's like a broken record for me, Stephen. So I don't know where you're at with this, but if you think about Solo and where it left off, it really felt like they had a plan. Like we keep talking about trilogies. To me, it was no doubt they were they were checking off the adventures of Han Solo. The next one was going to start at Jabba's palace. Like yeah. Han convincing Jabba, let me work for you. What happened to that Becca guy? Don't worry about that guy. I'm your guy now. And it would have yeah. been these, you know, kid, I've flown from one side of this galaxy to the other and I've seen things like we want to see those things, right? We want to see the things. Yeah. It's funny because <laughs> what Solo suffered from the most amongst anything else was just like, how did Han get his gun? Where did Han, how did Han get his name? Like, mm-hmm. it, like the kind of George Lucas. Let's uh, explain everything. Okay, I got to yeah. connect everything kind of thing. And I think honestly they did that because they just assumed people were stupid and they didn't. <laughs> well, it's very care. like young Indiana uh, Jones was, you know. I I yeah, think of it. I think of it as Kasdan. I think of it as Kasdan totally knowing his character and and thinking this is what I this is what I like about Han Solo, and he's yeah. completely just out of touch with like the fandom and like what they want to see because he sure. wants to tell the story of how he did the Kessel Run. He wants to tell the story of how he got his blast. Determine those. He things, wants to yeah. tell the story of meaning Lando, of meaning Chewie, of you know, and he wants to do all those things. And that's just kind of like that's what's always intrigued him about those characters, or that particular character. And I think that's what he wanted to bring to film. So he just did. He just did it. He just did. It I all. agree with yeah. that. I think he was like, I want to tell this story because it's my story to tell. So I'm going to be the one to yeah. tell yep. it. Yeah. And it was George Lucas's yeah, and idea. I, and I might not get another opportunity too. Right. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that like, if I don't do the Kessel Run in this, maybe they do it in like a third or fourth movie. But like, why don't we just do it now? Why don't, why don't Which, we just be, this is the one with the Kessel Run. Right. You, Which I love the Kessel a, Run, yeah. but I didn't like the Han Solo name thing. And I didn't like the gun thing. I felt like those were like a but little. 20 t- seconds though. It's okay. Just, you know, okay. It's okay, John. It's not bad. I'm just saying I didn't really like it, but yet the Kessel Run, I'm all for. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because I remember in the theater, uh, I was fine with it, but when I got home and I see all everyone's reactions to everything, there it's funny. The name thing, 
I am gonna go against the grain, and I love really? it. Really? I love. <laughs> I like the name I thing too. Love that. I so don't like the gun thing but. because of how they did it. it it's it, even regardless of like, oh, how did he get his name? Like, we don't need to know how he got his <laughs> name. Like, besides that argument, which I understand that. Besides that, I just love like how like the 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 imperial guys like solo like and i'm like i i just love it it's just the interaction i'm like okay that's great like that's really good but the gun thing <laughs> personally if i'm gonna get like if i could just go back and rewrite it if i'm in the writer's room being like all right this is what you guys you have to do i would have that gun be beckett's gun like oh, literally he takes it his off gun that he uses throughout the movie and he takes it from him at the end love that like that's what i would because i'm a big believer in like um, and you see this obviously in, in most big films like this, but I'm a big believer in like uh, an item being tied to a character. Mm-hmm. It's like you look at Han Solo and you're like, okay, I imagine him with the uh, vest and the holster and then this and that. Like it's the iconography amongst yes. individual items yeah. or costumes and stuff. And I think that that's lost on a lot of movies mm-hmm. now. So that's why I think it's like really important to have like maybe that gun represent something way more than just like, okay, we're doing a job. Here's a gun. It's like, no, this gun belonged to the guy that was kind of my mentor and I had to kill him. I did the hard thing. And yeah. that is, I did the hard thing. And like that is so much more interesting to I'm going to push back a little. Because you, because well, real quick, because you watch then the 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 later movies four, five, and six, and you you see that gun, and you now associate it with and then Beckett's you're like, oh, well. that's the gun. That's Beckett's. it's not okay. just the gun yeah. that he got. But yeah, hear me out, because I, I think when he when he throws him the gun, they don't build it up as this. Here's my favorite gun. You can have it. He just tears right. it off yeah. his thing and throws it to him. And he's like, all right, we're going. And I'm like, all right. They did it subtly. They didn't, they didn't even cut back to the gun. They're like, it's he has it. It's good. It just he has a gun. But the yeah. fact that he gave him that blaster to say like, you're becoming this person now. You're becoming like me. Here's your gun. That's that's part of the the symbolism of that. And then he yeah. kills him with that blaster. You make a great point. Yes. He put that's he becomes Beckett and puts it in his chest the way Beckett would do it with the gun he gave him. I think that's very that's interesting. That's true. That's a great point. I actually, I'm going to be completely honest, I didn't even think about that until you just said it. So that's actually really um, and I feel like if they had just like, for stupid people like me, they, they, if they, if they had hammered that home just a bit, just a tad, just a little bit at well, the end. Well, yeah, but you, like, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have wanted him being like, I, I with my own blaster too. You know? yeah. How would you, you killed me. I forgot like, how quick no, that thing that. fired off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I, I am um, I'm obnoxiously a solo apologist. Like I get sensitive about solo yeah. now. So, yeah, but um, no. the, the the last thing I want to bring up before we head to a couple of viewer questions, if you don't mind, is um, Alden's recent comments, which I found very interesting. He said, I don't know if I should say this, but my favorite part about the character was who he became at the end when he becomes that guy that, you know, because he gets burned by all these people. Yes. So in his mindset, he's already thinking about how he could play Han Solo as the Han Solo we know going forward. What do you think about that? Um, I, again, I'm going to just, I'm, I'm the president of the Alden Eidenreich <laughs> fan club. That's just a fact. Uh, it's cause like when the movie was a backstory, when the movie was announced, I'm like, who are they going to cast as sure. Han Solo? And I got like, I'm like, no, it's like and the like, live action Aladdin. You're like, who's like, the I'm genie? Like, who are they going to, who are they going to do? Like, like, yeah. I don't. And like, when I heard the names being thrown out and I, 
I know quite a few of the people that were being thrown out. And I was like, I don't see that. I don't see it. <laughs> Did but you text those people and say, nah, dog. <laughs> no, no. Matt Lanter, you better not. <laughs> not again. Um, uh, it's funny because Alden and I went out for the same movie back in the day. Uh, some I, you, I don't remember the name of it, but it's like a fantasy mystical. Beautiful movie creatures. Um, yes, yeah. There's the movie like, that I told like, you guys about. The YA movie oh, wow. plays the southern like, boyfriend that like the girl freaks out yes. and he like is endeared by her. So that that, yes. that could have been you. So that was it. Was like me and three guys. Full circle. I brought this up the wow. other day. So wow. so it's funny because like cool. I've literally lost work to him, but like he did a great job in that movie and he's gorgeous. So like I'm like whatever. Uh, so, but like looking at what he did with the character, I'm like no one else could have done that. Like no one could have done that because we all assumed that the guy that was going to come in to be Han Solo was going to be like, hey kid, <laughs> what are you like? You're <laughs> expecting him to do. Han Solo, right? It should have been you, Steven. <laughs> expecting the point, you yeah. know, from Harrison Ford. Yeah. You're expecting that, yeah. right? And so he didn't do that. And whether or not that's the advice of the production team or whatever, the director, or if it was him and that's what got him the role, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that we saw that side of him. And one of the biggest things and biggest complaints that everyone said is like, Oh, he was too, like, he didn't, you know, he wasn't, you know, Han Solo-y enough. He wasn't mean enough. He wasn't sarcastic. And it's like, that's the point <laughs> is that we see him go to that place. And so that's why at the end of the movie, and again, movie's not perfect, but that moment when he says, sees Kira just like flying away and there's the music drops and it's just, you see that look on his face of like ultimate betrayal. And I'm like, that's that's when he became yeah, that man. heartless dude that's like i'm i'm out for me mm -hmm. and that's the point that he becomes that so then we see that in the next movie him turn into that person and that's what i want that's what i pray is going to happen next yeah. and knowing how good alden is and knowing uh, likely where they would want to take the character he was he's going to nail that so i'm very excited and he about said that, he would come if, back if that happens yeah and he, I mean, he was signed on for five, six movies. At least three, I and think. Then, yeah. He was signed on for a bunch. He said that. And then everyone was like, well, uh, yeah, sure you are, buddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they didn't make oh. So, so, <laughs> so it didn't work out. But he was in We're Beautiful Creatures, though. He's in the Beautiful Creatures. <laughs> yeah. So did, did you audition for Solo? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a long story. Um, so I auditioned for uh, Force Awakens oh. back when they didn't know what they wanted Finn to be. Mm. I auditioned as him. It was um, like called Sam, Sam or yeah. something. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, I auditioned for that. Um, That's cool. And you know, I didn't. Uh, I didn't not get far. Um, but, uh, it just wasn't, that's not what they wanted. And that's totally fine because mm. John Boyega, I think was, it come to, came to character of Sam and he is so good. Yeah, he so is. like, I'm like, whatever. Um, but it's funny because, uh, they were bouncing around the solo, um, movie years before they came out yeah, with yes. the solo movie. And when they were bouncing that around, I was kind of thrown around in the mix a little bit. So there oh, was never man. a chance that I ever would have become that. 
but there there was like an maybe almost chance. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because like I dressed up as Han Solo so much as a kid uh, and in my teens, and uh, I one of the costume designers from the film like helped me uh, from from one of the prequels. Oh, that's helped cool. me like, oh yeah, that's what you should do for this uh, this holster thing and stuff. And then I sent them a picture, and they're like, you look just like him. I'm like. Thanks. Um, but that was when I was like forty pounds lighter. So oh, like, I'm why do you keep saying now, so? It's okay. So so yeah. here's the deal. If Alden, for whatever reason, is like, you know what? I've had enough of the runaround. I'm out. We're gonna get you on in, involved here, and we're gonna have you take over, and we're gonna make sure Matt Lanter's out of the country somewhere, <laughs> and we're gonna, you're gonna get locked in, and you're gonna become solo on Disney Plus, and that's what's gonna happen. I would not do it. I would not do that. <laughs> yeah, you're out. Number one, the first thing I would do, like if like, you know, this is, we're talking alternate reality, by the way. <laughs> so if that were to, I would call up Alden and be like, yo, dude, what are you doing? Do it again, man. I would just, I would be his, I'm his cheerleader, man. Like, I don't care. I want to work with that dude. I want to put him in one of my movies. Like that dude's he's awesome. He's so good. He's so um, good. He's got, he's not only just a good actor, but he's got a, he's got a really, really, it's really hard to find somebody in Hollywood that's not a total dick. <laughs> so, and he's not. That's good to hear. And, that really is. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, yeah, that's it's rare. And especially with somebody that got to the position that they're at, which is not at a position where people, he's that household name, because he's not. Um, mm-hmm. But where he's at a position where he's leading projects and really good. Um, yeah, no, um, uh, yeah, he's forever. It's amazing. I hate to say it. Let me just put it this way. When I'm playing Battlefront 2, I'm playing with the Alden version of Han Solo <laughs> instead of the there Harrison Ford version of Han All Solo. Right. Probably because the Harrison Ford version looks kind of weird, but still. Uh, <laughs> when he was... Yeah, that's, he's Han Solo. Yeah, when he was announced at Celebration in 2016 in Europe, they brought him in for that, and they ha- like it was like the big moment of who's Han Solo. And he was in the room yeah. with a, a bunch of the people because I used to work for the company that did the convention. And it was him and his parents. And he's sitting there in like a blue sweater, some jeans, just chilling and like has no idea what's about to just happen. <laughs> no. So then his yeah. parents would be like, so can we sit here where, you know, and I'm like, you could sit wherever you want to sit. Like put him right front and center. They were so proud. They were like, he's going to be like in a movie. Aww. And I was like, you have no idea what he's going to be in. Aww. Yeah. And so when he Aww. came on stage, it was just really cute. And John Boyega being like, you look just like Han Solo. It is funny because there are moments in the movie where you're like, that's it's because he doesn't look a thing like him, by the way, other than the fact that they're both white dudes with brown hair. Yeah. You you know, it's weird, too. There are moments where you're just like, (laughs) there's that there's like a deep fake version where they put Harrison Ford's face on his on Alden's body during the like gambling scene. And what's crazy about it is. People are immediately like, well, they should have done this because look at how, look at how, um, you don't cover up Alden, how, how much you just immediately see that that is the Harrison Ford that we recognize exactly the point. And I'm like, yeah, but that's why you had to get Alden in the first place is because he's so good at like all the body Mm -hmm. language and he figured it out because you can't put that face just on 
any other actor and be like, yeah. well, that's clearly Harrison Ford. Right. It's like, no, you, it's like, it's way more than that. I mean, you, you know, it's, you're the only actor out of the three of us, right. but it's funny. There's this guy. I can't, uh, you guys might know who I'm talking about. He did a, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi fan film. He does a lot of like Robin Williams. Yes. I know who you're talking about. Jamie, Jamie. Costa. Yeah. Yeah. Mel Brooks. Okay. <laughs> Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Costa. I actually met him a couple times. Um, and, uh, it's interesting because he looks like three different people all at the same time. <laughs> like he looks like Robin Williams, but he also looks like Harrison. The Robin Ford. Williams is weird. insane. Yeah, it's so it's, nuts. It's, it's weird, but he did like a solo fan mm-hmm. film. Kind I of think I watched where, the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's like even him doing an impression. This is not to knock his abilities because he's a very talented person, but him even doing impressions, I'm like, yeah, it's a cool impression. It's it's not Han Solo. It's not the same thing, and you can feel them trying to do that it's just right. kind of yeah. weird right um and it's uh, weird yeah. too to have fans like right around that time like especially when solo came out to hear people say well they should have got that guy and i'm like yes the guy's never been in a movie before oh the anthony yep. you know like yep. yeah yeah there's oh, yeah. that guy too yep. well yeah. he was yep. in the adeline yeah. movie as a young yeah. harrison yeah, he was Ford. where he played young hong yep. <laughs> yeah yep. yeah and that, that was, i actually yeah. like that movie but oh I'm just I'm still glad that it wasn't Baby Driver Boy. I mean, as much as I love Baby Driver so much, yeah. I'm so glad it wasn't. And you know what? That would have been um, weird too, because just height alone, that guy's like six four and he would have been like yeah. the same height as Chewy. He's would have been very weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a very he's a weirdly tall person. Like you look at him, you're like, oh, But you're right, tall. they they oh, dodged okay. they dodged a massive bullet there. We wouldn't be talking about make solo two happen right now if that guy was Han Solo. Yeah, let me just put it this way. I don't think Alden is ever gonna have that issue. Yeah. Um uh, that same well, not kind of a, issue. It, uh but not yeah. only that. Like people seem to forget that when they announced him as Han Solo, they saw three thousand people for this role, yeah. and they chose him. Yeah. He was first, and then they chose him again. Amazing, but yeah. people um, forget they saw yeah. everyone, everyone that you could possibly think of, including that guy we just talked about. All these people, they saw them all, and they chose Alden for yeah. a reason. And it just drives me nuts when people are like, "Oh, well, that's not who I would have chose." Well, would you have sat yeah, through three thousand? auditions and by the way sitting through casting sucks so like yeah they're gonna pick the best one steven Uh, is it really like when you see in the tv shows like entourage where everyone's there wearing the same outfit and they're all like hey oh god (laughs) oh god it's funny because like i remember i was obsessed with entourage back in the day and then look i watched another i watched an episode of it like two weeks ago oh god it's so awful and like misogynistic and like it is it's just so yeah so i'm like i've like i'm like that's the point that i'm like i've grown a lot in a couple years um it's been off for a while funny it's yeah it's but it's it's interesting because that movie is like one thousand percent like the ultimate parody of hollywood or whatever mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's pretty accurate you know, you're sitting there and you like you oh that guy looks like me that guy looks like me that looks like i'm me. in the and right like, place yeah yeah and you try to psych yourself up um to be like oh yeah man i'm gonna go in there and be the best and then you go in there and you just suck and then you're just like all right cool and then you like walk out and you're like good luck everyone and you leave in tears that's that's that was my whole acting because like i took a break from acting to get into directing because i didn't want to like just split the time or whatever mm-hmm. and i needed a break so i'm like uh yeah uh it's funny looking at the acting cycle like being an actor uh from the perspective now of somebody that creates things and you're just like oh, i hate actors <laughs> like you just you become you understand and it's like 
the weight is off your shoulders. You're no longer like worried about the things that you were worried about as an actor, which are all well, just I can like see that. kind yeah. of blase. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, a <laughs> yes, accurate. <laughs> Very accurate. All right. Well, with that in mind, uh, we have a couple of questions from our viewers for you. Yeah. Um, and some of them are right along that path here. So uh, I'll start with the first one here. Uh, What's from- the segment called, John? Oh, ask the resistance. <laughs> I've been wondering, what are midi chlorians? Graphic. We gotta send out a beacon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so the first one here is sorry, James. Um, from Sean Santarude at Rude Cold. What is up, Sean? Uh, so he said, if you could play any role in a Star Wars film or TV show, what would it be? If you could pick your your car car blanche. I I, ha- I already have a dream. I already I already have what I want All right. in at, at some point in the future. I I you can't they're so specific with Star Wars now and especially because I am a Star Wars fan, I feel like that alone uh, and how opinionated I am about it, that alone like disqualifies me from doing anything Star Wars. <laughs> You'd be on the set being like, like this you know, they is have, wrong. Like, this, what is this? I don't agree. Yeah, no, but they have John Favreau and John Favreau has been a Star Wars fanboy since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. True. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And same thing with John Boyega, like whatever. <laughs> so, you know, cross my fingers. But I want so bad to be an X-Wing pilot. I don't care what project it is. I just want to be an X-Wing pilot. That's it. I just want to be a pilot. Legit. Um, I I have a whole idea for like a Star Wars spinoff series that's about like the Rogue Squadron and they get stranded on an alien planet. Uh, and it's like, I got a whole idea for it. And I'm like, that's never going to happen, but still I could dream. <laughs> uh but it's funny because, uh, you know, uh, you, we got squadrons coming out and I am campaigning so hard to let EA because I'm an EA game changer. I'm, yeah. Uh, um, so I'm trying real, real hard to like let them please let me do like an ad spot or something so I can mm. be like, I'm I'm going to put we're going to weave our way into it. And I just put myself in there for like two seconds. I'm like, ah, I did it. <laughs> oh, like um, Anna Kendrick in the Battlefront ads. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, you you know when you when you watch uh, the Last Jedi at the very beginning of the film, where you've got like the people being like Rogue Five coming in, like whatever, and they're about to do their bombing run. <laughs> I just want to be that. I don't need. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to be. You know the bit. I just that's all I want yes. in my life. That's it. That's what I want. Yeah. You know. You know it's it's funny too because like you don't have to pick a, a character that is new. You can pick a character that already exists in the movie, like Hayden Christensen. Yeah. He was when he was a kid. He said. One day I'm gonna grow up and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be that character, and everybody said, "You mean you're gonna play Anakin Skywalker?" And he says, "Well, yes, but also they're gonna take this guy out of the movie and put me in his place." Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and uh, it literally happened that way. <laughs> um, we'll have to fact check that on Snopes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so our next question here from uh, Caligari at Caligari underscore lives. I'm glad you live, Caligari. Um, would you make some Star Wars related original shorts for YouTube, or is the mouse too litigious for that? Um, I have quite a lot of friends that have done the uh, kind of they're kind of fan film stunt reel kind of oh, okay. uh, things where they go to a forest and then they do like a really cool lightsaber thing. I don't think I would touch it. Like as much as I want <laughs> so badly to just be like, Hey, uh, you know what? I'm going to do my own little fan film or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I would rather put all my chips on the table with the hope that one day, you know, I get to direct a Mandalorian episode or, or something, something, something down the road. And 
there's a part of me that feels like by doing a fan film, you immediately, yeah. and I hate to say it, you kind of discredit yourself mm-hmm. to the people in, you know, Disney That's, or whatever. They're like, oh, sure. they're just that one, one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sure. Like, I don't, I, it's, it's a tricky thing. And because we're all fans, like we're all fans of this stuff. So, and, and we all just want to create our own little thing and like have our little slice of the same kind of universe. Even though that's the case, you know, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot more than I already have by being opinionated. So, no. Uh, I You're allowed wouldn't. to be opinionated and associated um, with Lucasfilm. We know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, no. No, I don't think I would. Um, and I also don't think that I could do it justice, to be honest. Um, we're going to okay. do a Ghost of Tsushima uh, short film. Uh, not that I'm allowed to talk about that, but we're going to do that in like about a month or so. And like, even that I'm contending with the fact that that has no visual effects that has nothing. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. So yeah, I don't, I'll leave that up to the pros and maybe me when I'm 49 or something. Yeah. Like Favreau. Yeah. yeah let's hope. Let's hope. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, but you have to come back on our podcast, even if you, I was about to say, I'll come back. Right. I'll come back. You guys are going to be in it. Yeah. Everyone's oh. going to be yeah. in the thing. <laughs> it's not, yeah. It's, I'm going to make it a thing. Don't worry. You can just quote locked, me. Locked, locked in. Right Done. Um, okay. <laughs> Everyone's a stormtrooper. Uh, <laughs> Michael I'm Giacchino. way too short uh, to yeah. be a stormtrooper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I like literally I'm five, four. Oh, no, but like, but like literally, <laughs> literally, but Mark, also Mark Hamill's five, four, I think too, but, um, yeah, so yeah. our last question here from Danny at Semperfy Danny. What's up, Danny? Um, now you touched on this. You kind of said you wanted to see, you know, maybe the Dark Ray thing or stuff. But she's asking, what would you like to see in a future Star Wars film? Okay, this is I. I've had this answer ready for years. <laughs> I want to see the Old Republic. I want to see that so bad. Mm-hmm. There, there was a okay. And again, this is the dark time of Star Wars. Um, back when. I don't remember what the old Republic uh, video game came out or whatever. They had those cinematics mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. It, like the lead up yep. to it or whatever. And you see that battle between the Sith and the Jedi. And it's like, it's amazing. That is what I want to say. I want to see the old Republic. I want to see that. And you don't have to tie that to anything. True. Now you can just be, have your imagination, let it run wild. That is the ultimate thing I want to say. I don't want to keep going forward. I want to go back to the thing that we all have talked about. And that's all I want. That's that's legit. And you know, there's there were speculation and stuff that the Game of Thrones guys were going to delve into that world, and then they pieced out. So uh, you know, I don't, good. You're not good. you're not a fan of season eight good. or. or, or yeah, okay. um, I don't care. Look, I, this might cost me a job in the future. Okay, I get the longer that. our I podcast episode that. goes, your career. <laughs> My career just. Yeah. Um. No, man. I I don't know if I, I like they they can do some good stuff, but like that last season, I don't know. I was invested <laughs> and they, they I just, hear you. Mm, yeah. Mm-mm, yeah. Mm, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it, they were in a losing battle anyway. There was no one anyone was gonna be happy with the end. No, yeah. But still. Yeah. <laughs> But still, I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter. I haven't talked about it since. I'm still bitter. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll have to revisit that another time. On when 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 it's when okay. I when started talking about Ben Solo like a month ago. Yeah, yeah, 
Yes. yes. The <laughs> grieving process is not over for any Game of Thrones fans, uh, especially Daenerys no. fans. You, you can you can sign a petition on change.org to redo the <laughs> redo season. I saw that, yeah. and everyone's yeah. like, "That's insulting." I'm like, "Is it though? <laughs> Isn't their last season insulting?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, they're they're over on Netflix they now. Did Amelia dirty? Like, you know, just uh, with their quarter billion dollars doing their thing over there, I guess. Who has the better story than Bran the Broken? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. Maybe you can do a different okay. cut of that for your YouTube channel. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, done, done. Um, yeah. All right. Well, those are all the questions. So um, uh, cool. we obviously want to thank you for joining us on the show. Um, but also, why don't you just plug? Uh, where people can hit you up on social media or what you're working on or the, what you know what to look for for the channel and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm just at Stephen Sean Ford. It's like at Stephen Sean Ford with a PH. Everyone says Stephen, who cares? <laughs> uh, and just look up Ascender like you're ascending or whatever. I don't know. Um, just look that up on YouTube and we are going to be doing re-releasing Modern War Dudes uh, to hopefully a very happy audience uh, that will enjoy it from this point on and our little short films and hopefully they don't suck and <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's that's, that's that's my plug. All right. Well, yeah, go subscribe to his channel. Got to build that thing back up uh, and of course subscribe to our channel too. Yes, please. Know, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, subscribe here, guys. <laughs> don't forget my channel. Yeah, that's nice too, but subscribe here. <laughs> Uh, uh, Steven, thank you so much for joining us, man. Uh, thank you. You have the key to the resistance base. Anytime you want to come back on, DM any one of us and and come nerd out, man. Seriously. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take advantage of that key. I'm gonna start living here. I'm just gonna like <laughs> set up shop on your on your couch. Take the guitar off the wall. Start playing a little bit. <laughs> He's like, I don't know about yeah. that though. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. That requires effort. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> thank you. All right, that's it. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to Steven chat with us as much as we enjoyed chatting with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our more fun chats that we've had with a guest. Uh, that was a good time. Yeah. He's very, a blast. Very open, very free, laughable. At, at numerous times, I was like, oh, we're recording. We're not just like hanging out and talking to this person. <laughs> yes, I, like a I chat. That. This is part of the episode. So I hope that comes off in the in the video and in the episode itself. Yeah. And and damn you, Matt Lanter. What could have been? <laughs> I like that Steven, little but... scoop that he was almost yeah. Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars. That's great. Well, whenever you get a guest and he's like, I don't know if I should, but I'm going to anyway. And yeah. he just blang, there you go. But um, he did say if he gets some gigs with Star Wars, he's still coming back. You guys heard it. So he's coming back. But Got no, that. we want to thank Steven again for joining us. He, as you heard, has a key to the base so he can come back anytime. And we hope you want that to happen because we had such a blast having him on. Uh, but uh, that takes us to the end of the show, guys. So uh, I want to thank everyone for listening and watching and being a part of TRB. Make sure you do subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Podbean, anywhere you get your podcasts, two episodes a week. So make sure you hit the follow or subscribe, whatever the 
app does. Um, uh, StarWarsNewsNet.com is where you want to go for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Um, Patreon.com slash Resistance Broadcast. If you want to support what we're doing and if you want more content, we do nine mini episodes every month. That includes a Q&A where you ask us questions about anything. Uh, we do. Uh, we have a great Discord server if you want to get away from the, the craziness of social media sometimes and talk about Star Wars all down the line. And, of course, I want to thank our generals, our top tier um, that is uh, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Micah Harrison, Michael Gaines, Jenna Rosewater, Bethany, Russ Harbison, and Kendall Gellner. Thank you, Generals, all for all of your support. And, uh, of course, you guys know the deal with Teespring. Go check out our gear. We're wearing it right now. Makes a little too happen. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over at StarWarsNewsNet.com. Uh, James? Twitter and Instagram, Matt Meyer Trunks. Lacey? People can find me continuing to wish for Ray's yellow lightsaber at Lacey Gillerin on Twitter and Instagram. And being a pop culture dyad with Stephen Ford. Apparently. Apparently. People don't know that. <laughs> off yeah. air. That was not planned. That was not planned. That was not planned. Um, unless you guys chatted about it beforehand, but we don't We know, did not. No. Uh, we hope everyone has a wonderful <laughs> weekend. And uh, as we always say, while this stuff's going on, stay, 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 stay safe. Stay healthy, and we'll see you on Monday morning with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, kids.